Hi everyone, my name is Sarah. Welcome to my podcast, Diary of a Daisy Girl. I am buzzing to be doing this podcast. I feel it's very important to be able to talk freely about everything and anything. I'm using this platform to discuss the issues that are taboo or just not openly discussed about in the South Asian community. I'm going to be sharing some content over on my socials on the topics that I will be discussing, hoping that this will help others as well as myself. No topic is off limits here, believe me. Today's topic is household finances. The reason why I'm discussing household finances in the South Asian community is because that, again, seems to be another problem, especially within marriages. I've had several people message me wanting me to discuss and find out what everybody else is doing and what's... Obviously, I know every situation and every household is different, but it was good to get other people's opinions and find out what everybody else does. So today I'm discussing this topic with my very good friend Sam. Hi. Hello. So she's joining me today to discuss household finances in the South Asian community. So Sam, let's start off with the religious side of the finances. So being a Muslim, the religious side of being a male if you're in a marriage, it's solely the financial burden really falls on the husband. Yeah. And it's their responsibility to be providing for their wife and their children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Islamically, it's definitely up to the man to provide once he gets married it's him and him alone that's got all the responsibility of providing for the children and the family um and that's well known especially in this day and age it's really well known now by a lot of our generation that the man has to do all of this yeah so if you're a muslim woman you're very very lucky you are because you've got your own little pot of money everything that you earn or you have is yours you don't have to touch a single penny of that it's all up to the man to provide for absolutely everything your shelter your clothing food bills absolutely everything and the woman gets to keep islamically her money um for herself unless she wants to like unless she chooses to spend out of her money and that'll be like that's seen as her generosity really but it's up to the man right yeah so that's yeah so that's kind of covering the the kind of islamic part of it where you're obviously like you said that the woman doesn't have to provide financially unless she wants to and it's her choice and she shouldn't be forced into it no now as a man this is kind of like we are kind of um, like hindering a little bit, but before they even get to that point of being married and stuff, I think it's really important that men, they need to understand when they decide to get married, it's not just, well, I'm having a wife and, you know, all the other fun things that come with it. They need to be 
financially stable yeah to be able to provide for the wife it's a massive responsibility it is it is a really big responsibility for the man but when he gets married he needs to know that he's the man he's the provider he's the breadwinner and once he's married that's his duty then it's his responsibility and it is a big responsibility but it's yeah. one that islamically you know he's responsible for yeah like you said it is it is huge it's i mean especially in this day and age it's quite hard but we'll definitely touch upon that um a bit later on but wanted to kind of discuss that the past generation you know like say our parents and their parents before that it was they followed that by the book so it was men going out to work and they provided for their family and it was no matter what they were doing even if they didn't have a job if it meant going out and doing you know labor work for a day to get paid for the day it was they took that burden themselves and they made sure that they provided for their family. Oh, it was unheard of. Back in the days, it was, you'd never hear. Well, I did, I personally, in the community that I lived in, I can't think of a single woman that was actually working. It was all about the men. The men were the ones that went out, worked, somehow brought the money in and the women just didn't work at all. My mum never went out to work. It was always my dad that brought the money in and that wasn't just the case for us. It was literally everybody in the area. Women just did not work. Yeah, it was really unheard of. And I think with that as well, do you not think it was because men are not I don't want to say they're they're not wouldn't be classed as men, but what's that saying that if they're not they can't provide for their wife, they're not they're not the man of the house. They're not the man of the house. It was quite embarrassing. It was a humil it was like humiliating, yeah. it was embarrassing. Um it's just something that they wouldn't have done and to let their wife actually go out to work. It would have been like a talking topic yeah. for all the community. Oh, have you heard? So and so's wife is actually going out to work. He's making her work. She's having to bring the money in. You know, she's out and about. It was that kind of thing. It just yeah. it was embarrassing, it was humiliating for a man to let his wife out. Yeah, for so work. The mentality was completely different to what it is nowadays. Like you said, it was dead embarrassing if their wife went out to work and yeah. he stayed at home or he still went out to work, but she was at work. It would be quite embarrassing that he's sending his wife out to do a man's job because that's what it was, wasn't it? Potentially women stayed at home. Yeah, and it would have been talked about. I think it was more yeah. about the embarrassment, what will the people say yes. what will everybody say oh you know his wife's working well that's not good you know they'd have a good old chat about it and that's what people didn't want it was i think it was like an honor thing yeah they get a bestie don't they it was yeah it was a bestie thing and an honor thing and yeah. you know it's just not respectable to let your wife go yeah. out to work that's how they saw it yeah so that was obviously back in the days it's it's about i mean it's a bit weird, but, I mean, that's how they lived, and if that's how they wanted to live, that's, you know, that's fine. That worked for them. When you think about it now, in this day and age now, it's it's quite different because I feel like women want to go out and work. They want that kind of financial independence as well as, you know, they've got that, they've got that financial help from their husband, but women don't want to sit at home anymore and just be provided for. Yeah, no, they don't want to be cooped up inside. Um, it's about getting out, meeting other people. It's about 
a lot of women are career minded nowadays. They want to have their career. They educating themselves. They're off to college, uni. Um, they want a job. They don't want to sit home at the end of it all. Um, they want to be out there. Yeah. I mean, I'm like probably a prime example because I work part-time and there's, I mean, there's two reasons that I work. One is probably because I need to get out of the house. Otherwise, I'd lose the plot. My kids absolutely fucking drive me crazy. So I, <laughs> I need that time. That's my time. Even if it is going out and people think, oh, going out to work is a chore. It isn't for me. I think work is what keeps me mentally normal. Yeah. And then if the second part would be, yeah, I want, I like that kind of financial side where I get to buy what I want with my money. Or if I want to buy the kids something, I can do it with my own money instead of asking my husband, oh, can I borrow 50 quid? Well, not borrow, can I have 50 quid here and there? Or, you know, I need money for this. Like, I don't want to be asking him constantly about, oh, can I get some money? I get what you're saying. And you've always said that you need to be out at work to keep you sane and to give you some time away from the house so you're out there meeting other people. And I think that's what it's like for yeah. a lot of women out there. There's a lot of women that feel the same. And then they get the, the they get their wages, they get the money there, so they've got the little pot of money there as well. So it's all changed now. Yeah. And it's the whole the whole mental health issue as well. I think it's good for women to have to go out to work just to keep their sanity as well, because I think mental health is such a big thing in the South Asian community as well, where I think women are just left to sit at home, deal with the kids, you know, have this normal life day in, day out, do the same thing. And I think when you've got kids and you're at home with how many kids you've got, you're you're kind of stuck in a rut and you've not got, you know, you're not getting dressed up and going out, you're stuck in the house. It becomes really, you know, becomes really hard for women. And I think if you're going out, even if it isn't for financial reasons, if you're just going out to meet another adult, to have adult conversation and going out to work, even if it's part-time, I completely advocate that. And I think people, women should, because it's, it's good for their mental health. It's definitely good for their mental health to be out there, especially when you've got kids. You're always somebody's mum out and about. When you're on the school run, anywhere, oh, it's so-and-so's mum, so-and-so. You've not got your own identity, but when you're yes. at work, you've got your own identity. You've got your own group of friends at work. Even at work, they'll have, like, meals. People will go out for meals with their work friends and stuff in the evenings. It just gives you that little bit of time out from the house and from the household chores. It gives you a bit of independence as well. So definitely good for the mental health. Yeah, and so, like you said, socialising... Mm. And you've got another identity, being called mum 24-7. I'm sick of it. Yeah, it's because you're done. just so-and-so's so mum. That's all you are to everybody. <laughs> oh, you've not my got your God. own name. I'm actually sick of it, my kids. Mum. Mum. Yeah, mum. That's what you are. You're just mum. And everyone knows you as mum. <sighs> but when you're at work, they know you for you. For yes. who you are. I'm like this complete different person when I'm at work. Like, I'm myself. I'm being me. Whereas, like you said, when you're out and about, like, everybody knows you as the mum of so-and-so or, you know, you're just this 
crazy women because no, we do it all the time <laughs> even when we talking about other parents at school not in a bad way yeah. <laughs> but when we even might be discussing someone or something or oh, such and such a person's mum yes we don't say the name we even though we know. could say the yeah. name and we'd know who we're talking about but we say so-and-so's mum that's we what do, we say without actually. even realizing that's what we do i know and that's what people probably say us say to us they do they do yeah. they say it in front of our faces or you know you're such and such a person's mum and yeah no, I'm not so-and-so's mum. I'm actually I'm Sarah. Yeah. My name is Sarah. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know. <laughs> oh. But no, it's um, it's going back to the the women kind of going out and working and stuff. I think it's good that they want that and they've got that kind of financial. So they're not financial independent. So they're not stuck with wanting to get get provided for by their husband constantly. They've got that kind of independence and going out and spending their own money and or not even spending it, saving it. Because I feel like women should have some money saved up for a rainy day. I think in the Asian community as well, I think rather than even worrying about spending it on the, the household finances, I think it's really important now for women to have their own little pot of money saved up yeah. For them, just for them. Yep, a million percent. Because you could need it at any point yep. and it's there then. And anything can happen, like you said, anything could happen anytime. And if you're dependent on someone for finances, you're not, busted. You're screwed. You're absolutely, you're, you're yeah. busted in case anything goes wrong. There's, yep. no, there's no guarantees for anything. Yep. One minute you might be fine with someone, yeah. you're happy with them. Five years down the line, there might be problems. Yeah. Something could be going wrong. Yeah. There's no guarantees. What will you do if you've not got your little fund to the side? You've yeah. not got a pot of money there. Exactly. And what if, like, your husband or dies? Yeah. Like, honestly, like... These things happen. Yeah. These things happen. And then you'll get some women who are left there who haven't got a, a clue, clue... Not a clue. ...what to do. Yep. How to even pay the bills. How to... So, you get that a lot. Yeah, it is. They don't even know how to pay the bills. They haven't got a clue about the shopping even. I know. They can't afford anything. They wouldn't even know where to start. Mm-mm. What do you do? That's it. And that, sadly, that does happen. It's a reality for a lot of people. It happens to a lot of a people. Lot. I've spoken to a few people and um, to be fair, they've said that they wouldn't have a scooby what to do if something they wouldn't even know how to pay a bill that's how upfront she was she didn't know her she wouldn't know what to do council tax things like that they yeah. wouldn't even have a clue and then before you know it you've got bailiffs knocking at the door yeah. um so it is it's really really important for the women in the south asian community now to realize that they've got to have something on the side there yes. in case of any issues any problems but i think in our generation people are people know that already a lot of yes. women already know that so they're already yeah. prepared because the older generation what did they do oh what, no for them it was like a different situation it was different but what they would do is they'd sell their jewelry and they'd sell their gold didn't the ju- they yeah 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 i'd admit like jewelry, i do yeah, like that's I what they do. yeah so what they used to do was if there was ever a situation they had no money mm. because they weren't given money apart from 50 quid to spend at the meat shop but they were given they, if they have were given gold if they needed money in an emergency they would they would sell their gold that's what they did yeah because they didn't have any clue 
what else to do. Yeah. Because they had no other money to that decide. Was, they never had a job. I suppose that was their financial security, wasn't it? The gold that they were given. So they knew if shit hit the fan, they can just sell their jewellery on. Back in the days, they were given a lot of gold. When they got married, they were just loaded up with gold, gold weren't I they? Know. That was the thing. <laughs> loaded up with gold. Woo! <laughs> it's true. It's true. Honest to God. It's true, the amount of gold the they used gold. to... Because that's what they used to do, the men, when they used to yeah. go and ask for the rich star. Yeah. They used to have to, like, get them all the... They used to, the more gold they got, yeah. the more of a chance the men had they to get married. They were Exactly. Dripping. So they had... All these older generations had know. so much gold. Yes, I know. Because I know people, like, you know, the older generation that I've spoke about, like, when they first came to the country... They all say stuff like, oh, we sold the sauna to put a deposit down. And I think, oh, my God, like, how much sauna yes, did you have? Sauna, they had lo- tons. Tons? Tons, yeah. And Hondeg. I know. Now- Hondeg. <laughs> sauna. Forget a sauna. Costume jewellery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be lucky if you got costume jewellery, mate. Nowadays. <laughs> Can you imagine going and selling your costume jewellery? It's not even worth my tenner. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, God, let's get on with it before I actually keep laughing. <laughs> but, yeah, so, yes, women should have financial control. <laughs> They've they've got two. They've got there's no choice on that one. You're right, Sarah. I'm <laughs> oh shit. Sorry, right. Anyway, going back to what we were talking about. Yeah. So yep, they should have some sort of financial independence. Now, another part that I wanted to kind of discuss was um and I know this happens a lot in the Asian community. It's quite it's very, very common. Mm. It's the controlling. So the husbands obviously have all the financial control over the wife. And she, I mean, she might quite possibly work as well, but she still has to, you know, she's not allowed her own money. So it's all given to the husband. It's put in one pot and then they have to do, spend it the way they need to spend it. So the wife is left with absolutely nothing and she needs to ask her husband every time she needs something and it's receipts are needed to make sure that she's not overspending or she's not saving some of the money that's that he's been given. So it's this whole kind of controlled behaviour. Even though they use this, some men use, oh, well, in Islam, that, that's what we do. We provide for the wife. So that's what I'm doing. But on the other end, if you look at it, it could be, it's, it's a form of abuse, isn't it? Because they're controlling controlling the women you'd be surprised how much this is actually happening in our generation sarah Mm -hmm. a lot of the men nowadays are insecure and really really worried about a wife having her own finances in case she hits the fan at any point and she has that financial security and independence to actually up and leave and that's a big problem for a lot of men nowadays and i've heard endless stories about women saying well i want to work or i am working but my fellow doesn't like it. My husband doesn't like it. He's not keen on it. He's always coming out with comments. He's always trying to make me spend out of my money so that he makes sure that I've not got anything left. And this, I'm hearing it a lot. So this is really, really common 
in this day and age. Yeah. And I'm quite surprised by that because I thought that would have been mainly the uncles back in the days. Yeah. But it's not. It's actually our men nowadays in this generation that have got a problem with their women being financially independent. They want to make sure that they don't have that security because they're insecure themselves. And it is, it's oppression. And it is a form yeah. of controlling coercive behaviour, isn't it? Yeah, so it is abuse. And I completely agree with that. I think there is a lot nowadays, guys, who think that they act like they're, you know, they're in with the day and age and they're quite cool, but really they're controlling... It might not be so obvious to the wife and it might not be so obvious to other people because people might see it as, oh, well, look, the husband's actually providing. There's, they've not got issues, but it is a form of abuse. If you're controlling how she spends the money, where she's spending it, if she's allowed to have any money, because then she is left with, well, where do I go if something happens? If something happens, and know. Plenty of times things happen. So if something happens, she's literally got nothing. Where is she supposed to go? What is she supposed to do? And this is why a lot of women stay with the man, even if they don't, even if they're unhappy in the marriage, they'll stay because they'll think, well, where am I going to go? What yes. am I going to do without him? How do I, I might survive? as well just stick to him because I can't survive without him. I've yeah. got nothing. He's the breadwinner. He's the one that's got everything. So I might as well just put up and shut up. And yeah. that's... That is happening a lot. It's a lot, uh, definitely a lot these days. Like you said, we know quite a few people, you know, just on passing comments. So people that you meet, it's you can tell straight away that there's some sort of controlling behaviour. And I just think it's not, it's not healthy in a marriage. That's not how a normal healthy marriage is like. There shouldn't be any sort of controlling financial. I think... That's the worst kind of, it's not, right, it's not the worst sort of abuse, I know that, but it's still quite high up there because you're breaking down a woman into staying with you, thinking, making her think that she's not going to be able to survive without without this man. Yeah, and it's mad that they do that because to me it just shows that they that their insecurity really they're insecure yep. about the wife leaving them that's it. at one point. So I they think just that's want to make the biggest sure thing. It is because the there's no reason. other reason why. Yep. What other reason can you think of for no. the men to actually do that? No, I definitely agree with that. That's definitely the biggest reason. They're so insecure within themselves that they think that if they, my wife went out to work, made a little bit of money, she will run. And if that's the case, if that's what they're thinking... You've got to think about, like, you've got to take a long look and think about what the hell, why you would think that. Why would you even think that? What's actually going what, on? There's obviously something that you're doing that you know that she's going to run a mile as soon as she gets the opportunity. That's what it is. And this is why women need to make sure that they're financially secure. Yeah, that's so important. Really, really important because you just don't know what might happen in the future. Yeah. And then you've got... I wanted to kind of talk about now, how the situation is now, um, as we are speaking. Obviously, everything is shit's hitting the fan everywhere, to put it lightly. Things have gone up triple. Mortgages have gone up. Bills have tripled. Everything is a piss take. So, obviously, you've got a situation where 
the husband is the provider, is the sole provider and is going out and working and the wife doesn't need to work. But nowadays, you can't survive. Not everyone can survive on a single wage. No, it's it's too hard nowadays. Um, like you said, everything is just really, really expensive. Treble the price of what it was this time last year. Mm. It's all happened in the last few months. And a lot of people have said now, just generally speaking, because everybody's complaining about the cost of living. You know, that's the, that's the biggest talk at the moment, isn't it? And yeah. we, I've had several people say, look, we're both both having to contribute towards the household cost. We're both working. Some men have even got two jobs. Some women yeah. have even got two jobs so that they can contribute to the finance to the, the to the household finances. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, they can't cope. That would be it. The bills yeah. wouldn't be paid. Food, you you wouldn't be able to afford it. So now it's changed. Women, a lot of women are now having to contribute, even though they might not have been contributing this time last year. Yeah. Uh, so they've obviously had to go out and work. And I think when it's a situation like that, I'm all for it. Because I think yeah. when you're going through like a hardship, you you both have to deal with it together and pull through it together. And if it means that, you know, you need to both work and bring in the finances and then, you know, pay the bills, do what you need to do, that's fine. Yeah, it's got to be teamwork. And now, at the moment, there's no choice because a lot of the men, if the burden's on them, yes, we have to provide. Yes. A lot of them just, no matter how hard they try, they just can't do it. Not everyone can do it. Yeah. And that's, it's a shame, but that's the situation as it is at this moment. So a lot of the women are contributing at the moment. And a lot of men have said, like even my husband was telling me, you know, he knows a few people who said, oh, you know, guys, we've got two jobs now. Yeah. You know, because we can't make ends meet. Um, so it's just a common thing now. Yeah. And I think that's, like I said, I think that's fine. But see, when you've got... there's On the other end of the scale, you've got a situation where the the man can provide fully and but refuses to do it because he thinks everything should be split 50-50 and the wife should be not living for free, as they would say it, they would con- they have to contribute. What yeah. like, what do I, you think about that? Because I think I that's mean, quite madness. Yeah, I actually, I don't really know that many couples in that situation, but I just think that's bang out of order, because, us as like uh, within the Muslim community, we know or we should know that it's up to the man. Yeah. If you're big enough and man enough to get married, you should be man enough to provide, for your family, for your wife. And if you're not, then maybe you shouldn't have got married. If you are, that responsibility is yours and yours alone. So how you can expect your wife, you can turn around and say to your wife, well, no, it's 50-50. You need to pay 50% of the bills. I'll pay 50%. I just think that's plain wrong because you know it's wrong in our religion. You know it's it's not the way things are done. You know it's, it's not how it is. So why would you even do that? I just think that's completely mad. It is, and I, I don't think... agree with it, but luckily I don't. I'm not sure about you, but I really don't know that many people who are in that I situation. I do know, I do know one person that's in a situation like that, and my answer is obviously straight up. <laughs> you know what's coming. I wouldn't expect anything different from you. <laughs> my answer to like when someone told me that, honest to God, the first thing that I thought of was, 
why don't you ask if his mum pays the bills in, a, in our own house? Ah, because that won't be happening. Because, no, no, that like, won't, not a chance. Is, is your dad Making asking, you, yeah. asking your mum for half the money? Because I can guarantee that's not happening. So what makes it different to to you? Exactly. I just, you know what I mean? For me, that's madness. Like, I just think it's mental. Like, why would they expect you to pay for things and contribute? Okay, pay for things if you want to, that's fine. But I mean, contribute like the mortgage, the bills, the food shop, everything is split 50-50. It's just not the way we do things, is it? It's not the way things are supposed to be done. Yeah. It's not supposed to be. I... I disagree with that. I mean, if other people might disagree with me saying, well, yeah. no, it should be 50-50, but Definitely. no. I'm going to stand my ground with that one and say, I don't agree with that. Yeah, see, I, I'm, oh, I'm with you on that. I'm kind of, I don't think so. Unless she wants to. I feel like, you know, everyone's circumstance is completely different. Everyone is, run their households different. And what might work for me, what might work for you, might not work for anybody else out there. And that's that's fine. But, I know a lot of these situations that happen with money and stuff, it's usually not because they're stuck in a rut. I feel like a lot of the time it is done for, like, the men do it to control. They can provide. They know we've all been brought up, like, we've brought up as Muslims. We know, we've read the Quran, so we know what men should be doing. We know what women should be doing. And nowadays, I think it's not, men just use that. They don't, they like to pick parts of it, don't they? They like to pick parts of... The bits of, that suit them. Yes. Yeah. So whenever they kind of throw the situation off, or oh, you as a Muslim woman should be doing this, you think, well, as a Muslim man, you should be providing for your family. That's the first... That's the basic. Yeah. That's the actual that's, basic yeah. that you need to be doing. And she doesn't have to spend a dime, not a penny, yeah. unless she wants to. So how any man... Yeah in the Muslim community, can turn around and say to his wife, right, 50-50, yeah, split in the middle. That no. just does not make sense. I mean, I'm quite lucky, I suppose. I've got, like, my husband's... You know, he provides... Fucking moans about it. But, you know, he... <laughs> he fucking provides. Just men. But that's... And Wouldn't that's the thing, though. About, and that's why I'm just like, bro, keep moaning, because <laughs> that is... Everybody, every like, honest to God, when I speak to any woman, like, every man, whether they can provide fully or not, they'll still have a moan about when a bill comes through. You've just got a habit. Or, you know, that's just them, isn't it? But he, like, he provides, I work, and if I pay, like, I do pay for some things, like, I'll pay for the children's nursery because I think, well, I'm, I'm at work when, when the kid, when little Leif's at nursery, so I think... I'll pay that. I don't mind paying that, and I pay for other little things and stuff. And then, but he pays for the majority of it. And even in these hard times, like it's, as I, I do feel a bad, I feel bad sometimes when I'm like shit. Like I need, um, I should. I feel like I should be paying a little bit more, even if I've paid. Like, I watch TV. He doesn't watch TV, so I think like Sky. I feel like I should be paying that, but. I can't fucking afford it, so... <laughs> <laughs> so 
so that's not getting paid, mate. So he pays for that. Well, but I, I just, just, I wouldn't feel too guilty about that. But if you, if you're paying some of the stuff and you're happy to pay it, yeah. that's all right. That's fine. But if you are being made to pay, or you need to pay this now and you need to pay that, no, I don't agree with that. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't even dare. That's what to. I mean. Yeah, he wouldn't dare. So because you're doing that voluntarily, it's yeah. Fine. That's yeah. That's my choice. I think it's fine. I don't mind doing it. But I know not everyone's, you know, in that situation where they're like, oh well, it's fine. I'll pay for a little thing or. You know, they might not want to, and that's fine if they don't want to. That's... that's completely fine. If they don't want to, they don't have to. If they can't, they don't have to. Yeah. And I think, like we said, every household is is different. And how they would run, everyone runs their own household. It's different. And what works for them might not work for someone else. So I just think we've all got opinions on it, haven't we? And we all think, oh, well, I personally wouldn't take this and I personally wouldn't take that and you kind of said as well didn't you Sam that someone might not agree with like what you might not agree with me when I said that the man was it yeah the man should be providing yeah I shouldn't be asking that's fine if they disagree with me but my opinion is no it's all down to the man I'm afraid with this one yeah and I just think if all women should have a money pot. Oh, yeah. I think that's another thing that we can maybe take away from this is, honestly, I think it is so important to have, you know, a little money pot, save it for a rainy day. If anything happens, you know, it might not be a big pot. It doesn't matter. As long as you've got a little pot that if anything ever happens, there is, you've got something there. You have to have something there. Um, a small amount or a big amount, something so that if anything, it could be absolutely anything, not necessarily that you're going to break up, literally yes. it could be anything, you have got that money there so that you're not struggling, you've got something there Yep. so that you can stand on your own two feet. But if, even, yeah, sorry, but even if like you're going, you're together and you end up in a situation where you both are in a situation and you you've, haven't got money, so if you've got that little pot there, then it's there. It's there and you can obviously help out if something happened. And you're kind of, you're not then, it's not all about, you know, if you're on your own or let's think about getting out of this marriage and stuff. It's, you know, if you're yeah, it stuck could be for in a any, situ- sick, yeah. any reason, any reason whatsoever. It's just, I can't stress how important it is to have that little bit of money set aside so... Yeah. Any girls out there listening, mm-hmm. make sure you make that a priority because it is so, so important. Yeah. And speak to someone if you're, you know, if you feel like you are going through a situation where you're getting controlled or, you know, financially and you might think, oh, I don't think, I don't think that's right. Speak to someone. There's like, you know, there's, there's so much help out there now. That you can speak to, you know, like family, friends, and even, you know, financially, if you go on to the internet, there's so much help out there to, like, you know, what kind of stuff that you can do to get yourself financially independent if you aren't. And I think that's that's good. If there is anyone that would like to share their story and their kind of financial not obviously the ins and outs of it but you know if they've got a different situation definitely can you please you know contact me on my socials 
DM me, everything is anonymous, but I will post and talk about it on my stories in the next few days. But um, I just want to say thank you, Sam, for joining me today. It was a pleasure, no problem. Yes, and I know I had a bit of a laughing fit. I did try not to <laughs> nearly choked on my saliva, but it's all good. I'm still alive. <laughs> so I want to just thank you for coming on. It was good to, you know, get your opinion on it as well. It was fab. And everyone have a lovely week and I will catch up with you next week with a new episode. See ya. Bye.